Hey, what's up? It's Alex. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Looking for a getaway from your boring suburban life? Well, now is the time to take a vacation and come to New York City, the greatest city on earth. The Big Apple is the home to everything you could want and some things you didn't expect, such as aspiring rappers who will scam you into buying their mixtape, homeless people taking a dump in front of Madison Square Garden, and mystery liquid all over the subway stations. Seriously, what is that liquid? Come put yourself at risk by coming to one of the biggest terrorist targets in the United States just so you can look at some paintings of penises in the Museum of Modern Art. Worried about COVID? Okay, cool, but what are you, a little bitch? Sure, it's the epicenter of the virus, but it's also the epicenter of awesome fucking shit. Sure, nothing is open and there's riots and looting everywhere. Come be a part of it. Bring your kids. Be a part of history and torch some cop cars because fuck the pigs, right? New York City. A literal hell. Book your smelly train tickets today. Coming to you live from my apartment. This is the Short News with Alex Mador. Hello and welcome to... <laughs> welcome to the Short News, everyone. I'm Alex Mador. I don't know why I keep saying that. This is my show. You guys know that at this point. Um, to anybody who's new, this is a show where we talk about the news for a little bit, but we're really short about it. That's why it's the short news. If you're coming to this as like a main news source, I don't think that's a good idea. This is more of like a news commentary show. So, um, with that in mind, I want to address the conservative haters (laughs) Oh my god, it's finally time where we've gotten enough publicity where there are actually conspiracy theorists that think that this show is some sort of paid liberal conspiracy to push some agenda. I wish that was the case. I'm literally one man in an apartment with a USB microphone and a laptop. That's it. If I was being paid to do this, don't you think I'd have better equipment? Like, I honestly haven't even been approached by anyone from the either side of politics that has asked me to push any sort of agenda. These are my own thoughts, my own opinions. Another comment that I got was just somebody responding to a tweet I put out that was promoted It was just, she just said, stupid. And then there was another person who had some choice words. I want to see if I can find them. 
that I'm a punk ass piece of shit who can't tell my nose from my dick and that I think I have a handle on reporting but come up laughably incompetent. And then I tried to respond saying like, yeah, dude, in no way am I professional and I don't intend to be. I think you're getting the wrong idea here from the show. And so I went, I tried to reply and it said I couldn't reply and that the tweets weren't loading. Go to his profile, he blocked me. I didn't even have a chance to respond. These conservative people, they're like, they're so willing to dole it out but they're not willing to hear or take it. And it's like, I'm completely open to criticism. And I, I know, I'm aware that I lean more towards one side. And we are kind of becoming the liberal media in a way. But I think that's going to happen with a show that's literally just one person. There's going to be a bias. And it's not even a bias, it's just the truth. In my opinion, it's the truth. Science, facts, checking everything Trump says. This is honestly the the first time that I've ever had haters before. Like, I've gotten into arguments on Twitter with people on Trump's account or on de Blasio's account or places like that. And they've gotten bad before. They've gotten really bad. One time I accidentally called somebody a whitey. I was drunk and I'm admitting it here so I don't get canceled later. The, po- like, the point was for them to feel the way that I felt about them saying all their racist shit about Asians. Anyways, this is, yeah, this is the first time that I've had haters, which is crazy. I also have a lot of people tweeting at me that I need Jesus. It's not that I don't need Jesus. It's like Jesus doesn't want me. I'm not a holy person. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm going to be. It's just not who I am. It's not who I am at all whatsoever. Let me see if I can find it. It's in my mentions. Okay, here's one. Who can save us? Jesus wants us to turn away from our sins and believe the gospel. And then they put, The Lord is close to those whose hearts are breaking. He rescues those who are humbly sorry for their sins. He binds their wounds, heals the sorrow of their... Oh my God. Listen. That's some shit. Don't listen to those people. Short news people. Listeners, we're going to start calling the short news listeners shorties. Let me know what you think of that. Because every, every show, every, every like fan base has a name. So we're going to call this the shorties. Not to be confused with shoddies, because I can't say that I'm white and Asian. That just, just doesn't, you know, some things just don't sound right coming out of this mouth. Yeah, what's up, shoddy? (laughs) Anyways, let's get into some news. What is going on in the world? Oh my god, Trump's nudes leaked, apparently. I don't know if this is real or not. Somebody needs to tell me. Because I was on Twitter, and something was trending. It was Trump leaked. And I was like, oh shit, another Trump leak. 
what did he do this time? And the first thing that comes up is his fucking fat, fat ass, gross, lumpy face, not face, body, and face. And he's getting spray tanned and he's naked. And you can see everything. Like, I, I don't know if I should describe to you what it is that I saw today, or yesterday, whenever this came up. I read the news today, oh, oh boy, oh no, <clears throat> about the lucky man who made the grave. So, listen, listen here, so let's take a look at his body. Oh, it's so fucking gross. It's so fucking gross. And also you start to understand why he's a dictator. He's got a little wheelie. He's got a little wheelie. It's very, very small. Not to penis shame anybody. But, dude, it was like... You can understand why somebody would do the things that they do. Out of just, like, an ego issue. I'm not justifying it. I'm saying, like, he's evil because he has a tiny dick. Or, no, no, no. His tiny dick amplified his evilness. Yeah, that's what it is. Again, like I said, this is not a news show. If you're thinking this is a news show, this is, like, a news commentary podcast. We're talking about the president's dick. Like, even if you zoom in, you can only get, like, a couple pixels. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Holy moly, I never thought I'd see such a tiny dick. Like, I was relieved. Because I, I am bigger than the president. It's not saying much, but I was just relieved that I am. It's just, I don't, I don't, um, recommend looking it up. But Twitter is great for the types of things on the news that the news won't tell you. And I guess that is where we come in. We tell you what to look for on Twitter here at the short news. <clears throat> so I guess in a way, we're even realer news than the fake news that Trump talks about. We search for the truth. How about it? How about it? And we've also got Christopher Walken. He's locked up in my basement. Or what are the Eminem lyrics? John Lennon is trending. <laughs> on Fox News, Brian Kilmeade tried to dunk on Bill de Blasio's Imagine reference by saying that John Lennon wouldn't be safe in this city right now. John Lennon wasn't safe in the city. That was proven by his assassination. We know John Lennon wasn't safe. Bruh, he got taken out by a hardcore Catcher in the Rye fan. Which, by the way, is a great book, but it didn't make me want to kill John Lennon. How do you get to that conclusion? The phonies? Like, yeah, whether or not John Lennon was a phony... 
Nowhere in that book does it, like, instruct you to kill phonies. If anything, it's just live your life better than those people. Or thinking you're better than those people. I don't know. Holden Caulfield is a very fucked up mentally character. But I find myself relating to him in a lot of ways sometimes. Anyways. Jeez, I gotta hike up my... My sweatpants. It is hot as fuck in here. It's allergy season. My eyes hurt. My voice is like okay today. It's not doing great, but honestly, it's a lot better than it's been. I'm realizing like if I just talk close to the mic, I don't have to talk as loud. I've been watching a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast and I noticed that he doesn't really project a lot. He lets the microphone do a lot of the work and I think that is what I need to start doing. So let's take a look at Twitter. But there, okay, wait, let's talk about this. The riots are still going, uh, the protests are still going on. This curfew has been extended through Sunday. The curfew is uh, 8 o'clock p.m. here in New York City. But if you watch the, uh, the live streams, of of the protests going on in New York, you'll see they go way past 8. I would suggest if you want to see the live streams tonight or any any night of the protests in New York City, go to the YouTube channel Actual Intelligence. He does a really good job at um, documenting this whole thing. 100% recommend checking him out. Donate to him so he can keep doing what he's doing. He's on his bike, holding his camera phone, live streaming that shit every night so that us at home can get a, get a taste of why this movement is so important. Race has been such a touchy topic in this country and I was just talking to Ashley she was like why does it have to be like this like why why does race have to be such a big deal and I I don't know either is it because people they want to see themselves in the people they associate with and if they don't then that's some sort of threat to them is it an insecurity that other races are better is it just hatred in your heart. I I don't know. But having experienced racism growing up in a small white town in Connecticut, I see this shit and I'm just like, I'm glad that there's protests going on. I'm glad people are speaking up. I'm glad politicians are saying, okay, okay, we hear you loud and clear. Just chill out, and then I'm glad people are saying, no, fuck you, we're going to keep going until something happens. How many innocent black men are going to get killed before somebody makes a fucking change? This story has repeated itself over and over again, multiple times every year. So many times I can't even keep them all, like, together. It's all jumbled up to me because it's like, oh, another one. It's like as common as school shootings are becoming. If not more common. More common, probably. And then you, you'll have people that argue, oh, well, well, why doesn't people, why don't people talk about how 
black on black violence is a thing. And I'm like, well, because those people don't have a badge and they don't have authority to like protect them so they can do whatever they want. They're citizens. That's a whole different story if there's violence going on like that. And even that can be traced back to a system that is designed for people of certain races to fail. I try not to talk about this a lot in this show because I honestly have a lot to say about it, but I feel like I don't really, I'm not really in a place, like a, like a place to say anything about it. I, like, yeah, being half Asian, half white, I've gotten all kinds of shit. It's part of the reason I don't live stream anymore. But also, just growing up, it was tough. And, but nobody was profiling me as a threat in the way that the police do with the black community. So then the question is, what needs to change? You know, we can talk about improved sensitivity training, educating officers, background checks, whatever, psychological evaluations, like, etc., etc. But what do you do when the people that want to join the force are joining because they just want to control people of color. As we're seeing, we're seeing cops flashing the white power sign. We're seeing cops listening to Trump's orders. We're seeing cops, like, beating the shit out of black people. It's not just a coincidence that this shit's happening. They have an intent to hurt those people. Innocent fucking people. Like, some, some people want to have that badge to, to do good, yeah. But then there are a lot of people that want to have that badge for authority, to be feared, to be in control. And that's where you have situations like George Floyd getting killed by that piece of shit who probably joined the force because he wanted power. Like I said, over people of color. The dude, the, the dude had a history, and we'll never know what that history consists of because the police protect their own. And it's not just police officers that have this problem. It's any position of power, any position of authority. It's just that police officers, it can escalate to, um, to lethal points, to the lethal level, you know? Sorry, that's my jewel. Like, okay, like a politician can be corrupt and abuse their power, but they can't use their job necessarily. They, can, they can't use their position to kill somebody and get away with it and be protected by their job, their position. If, like, Chuck Schumer went and fucking, like, I don't know, killed somebody, just random innocent person, he wouldn't then be protected by the Senate. They wouldn't be like, well, he, it's part of his job. He had to, um, he had to protect himself from the, the offender. 
he perceived a threat or what, whatever the fuck they say. And then they lock away that whole thing into a file and then you never hear about it again. And that person goes on with their life. No, no, that doesn't happen with senators. He's a senator, right? Senator Schumer. Yeah, he's a senator. Okay. I'm on my A game today. But it's hot as hell in here. And it hurts. Dude, I am sweating. Holy fuck. But yeah, news related to the... I don't... I don't understand. You know, you... You, you tell... You tell somebody you're recording a podcast... Over and over again, not to barge in. And... They do it over and over again. Okay, anyways, in George Floyd news, the three other officers now are being charged with murder as well as the dude that was doing the kneeling. Good news, justice is being served. And the the kneeling guy, they upped his charge. They upgraded that shit. So he's going to be facing more jail time, harsher penalty, pretty sure his wife is filing for divorce it's not looking good for him but he fucked up big time big piece of shit sorry i want to go check on why we were interrupted so rudely and it's a, it appears my services are no longer needed i'm sure it was an it related issue <clears throat> This is Major Tom to ground control. I'm stepping through the door. I'm just singing that to my cat. It's her favorite song. Just kidding. So, yeah, those guys are going to jail. Hopefully for a long time. Anyways, we're at the 20 minute mark. And what I want to do is I want to cap the news there. And now we can talk about some fun shit. Now, now let's talk about some fun shit. Try to take our minds off of what's going on. So we can talk about, this is not a bipartisan issue, I don't think. Uh, GTA 5, I think I've talked about it before, it's free now. Now, in the Epic Games Store, I don't know if it's still free, but it's been free. So if you haven't gotten it, go get it, go check, see if it's free. Epic Games Store. Yeah. And people are on there, on GTA Online big time. Like, people are really, really back in it. Because the servers weren't full for, for like, a year. There would just be a few people on a server. Now, every time I go online, it's full. The whole thing is full. There's so many people I have to watch out for that I'm going to get blown up by. And it's fun. It's just, I'm not used to it. But I have, um, I have the Batmobile in the game. It's, the car is called the Vigilante, but it's literally the Batmobile. Thing is fucking invincible, essentially. Like, you can plow through cop cars, and it's got boosters that work. Boosters that work, and then it's got, you can upgrade it to have lock-on missiles, like heat-seeking missiles and, uh, machine guns. I think you get the machine guns with it. Maybe you don't. And then you get the heat-seeking missiles. And that shit's a machine. Like, the only way cops have been able to get me is when I've blown myself up. Maybe a couple times with some other stupid shit, but 
save up, get the vigilante. It's in the Warstock cache on your iFruit phone's web browser. It's going to sound like gobbledygook to those old conservatives that listen to this, but listen, you can get into GTA 5 too. Like I said, it's not a bipartisan issue. It's just GTA. It's a fun game for liberals, republicans, libertarians, green party. Everybody loves GTA. It's a great game. It really is. Haven't uh, haven't been playing Modern Warfare as much. I think at this point I've kind of played it to death. Not not saying I'm not going to revisit it, but the way that I've been binging it has to stop. Because then when it stops working, I turn into like a junkie and I start freaking out at Activision like, what the fuck, what the fuck, you motherfuckers, ah. And it's like, if I, yeah, if you're going to play one game and that game is shitty, no shit, you're going to be disappointed every time that you try to play a game. So why not revisit something that's seven years old, still working great, people still play and has a resurgence of people. So, doing that, I have the flying car to the DeLorean and the Speed Racer, uh, Speed Racer Mach 5, yeah? I can't talk. Racer. Yeah, there we go. Speed Racer. I have to work on my slur again. Yeah. Said it. Fucking. Motherfucker. <laughs> Let's go to the internet. Let's see what's going on. What's on the internet? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, here's a good one for us. Um, crazydaysandnights.net. We're going to look at some gossip now. Blind items revealed two. This A-plus A-list actor can spin and spin, but the fact is he convinced people he was in it for the good, but was actually in it for the money. John Krasinski, some good news. Yeah, dude. Fuck you, man. You ruined different news. Came in, you swooped it up, and then you dropped the ball and sold it for more money. You can't have a monopoly on good news, John. Money-hungry pig. I like to use Jim, but you pulled a fucking Jim prank on us. Alright, here we go. Blind item 8. These are ones that don't have the answers to them, unless I say revealed after them. Blind item 8. Apparently after getting arrested in his later years for a public sexual indiscretion, this recently deceased B-plus list actor hired a permanent escort to see him once a week, all the way up to about a month prior to his death. Who could that be? Fred Willard? Who is Fred Willard? Oh, damn, what? I had no idea he died. How did he die? Oh, natural causes? Okay, he's good. He's a good man. R.I.P., brother. Peacefully, he passed away. Cardiac arrest. Underlying causes. Myeloplastic syndrome and coronary artery disease. Damn, I gotta take care of myself. So Fred Willard 
had an escort seeing him once a week. Jeez. Okay. Here's a blind item revealed. We talked about this one in a la- uh, earlier episode, I think. From May 26, 2020, this permanent A-plus list, mostly movie actor who starred in not one, not two, not three, but four movie franchises, is having trouble getting insurance for an installment in his solo franchise. It appears age is catching up with him, and he might never get to star in another installment. Harrison Ford, and that's probably about Indiana Jones, Fuck. I really wanted that last Indiana Jones. They're saying he's 77 in the uh, comments. This person has a good point. He's 77. It caught up with him already. What didn't catch up with him is that 77-year-olds shouldn't be doing action hero movies. <laughs> or, or get a stuntman. No one wants to see a geriatric Indiana Jones. <laughs> I would pay to see that. I would pay to see that. How do you get that man to stop doing shit? Like, dangerous shit. Like, flying planes into golf courses and trying to do action movies. Just, how about, like, Indiana Jones does his taxes. And it's just a whole movie where he's just sitting at the dinner table like, God damn it. Oh, I didn't realize I spent $20 on this new hat now i have to give the taxes i don't i don't know fuck i fuck if i know i just go to turbo tax to do that shit we haven't really done this in a while right like like we've done it but we haven't uh i don't know we've done like a i've been scared because so many of them were about conspiracies and shit that I should not be talking about. But these are these are pretty tame. Sorry, these are pretty tame. I gotta stop slurring. That's what we need to work on here. Anyways, let's take a look. The one-fifth singer turned one-fourth singer has done nothing but non-stop partying for the past two months and needs rehab badly. Normani from Fifth Harmony. I don't know who that is. Don't know, don't care. Get help. <laughs> Sorry. That was insensitive. No, I mean, like, I just don't know who that is, and they just need help. This television jinx has always shared way too much about her home life, which has caused her issues in the past. Her latest is really going to have some blowback. Alicia Silverstone, what did she do? Oh, they bathe together? She, she's, like, really weird with her kid. She would, like, chew the food and then spit it into his mouth like a baby bird would receive. Her kid's gotta be much older now. So it's, like, not appropriate. Not that I'm the appropriate police. I just don't think that's appropriate. Oh, my God. Blind item number nine, this is one that I like. This aging permanent A-plus list celebrity slash host slash author is known for growing the best weed at her farm. She gives it away for free in packages with her name on it like she was sending over cookies. Martha fucking Stewart. 
people are saying. I mean, that makes sense. She's good at, like, she's good at everything. Martha Stewart. I've seen her in person. She goes to the same restaurants that my family used to go to. I don't want to dox myself. But yeah, I've seen her before. She looked at me like I was a peasant. But one day, Martha Stewart, I will show you that I am worth your time. And you will send me a package of your best farm weed. And I will enjoy it. I hope that day is soon. Because it is hard to get that shit now. Now it's impossible to get weed. I don't know what we're going to do. It's hard. Hard to do. So I just... Use my medical very scarcely. Blind item revealed five. Let me see. Let me take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. People on social media are sharing stories about the late night actor cheating on his much higher on the list actress girlfriend, the one he is not quarantining with. Colin Jost, SNL, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, they, like, cheat on each other all the time. Yeah, someone brought up, like, she said things in interviews about people aren't meant to be monogamous, so maybe they have, like, a an open relationship. Okay. Hollywood is weird. Not judging, but am. Just not judging, I'm just disagreeing. Like, I, I personally couldn't do that. Hmm. Okay, let me see if there's any more... And then they ask a question to the, um, the commenters, the viewers at home. Your turn. Have you ever heard your parents having sex? Yeah. Yeah, I have. One time, we, so we lived in this house where the walls were pretty thin and my room was right by their room. Like, very close together. And I was maybe f- five or six. Maybe six. And I I had sleeping problems all my life. I've had insomnia. And I was, so I was up and I could hear the grunting and moaning from the other room. And I honestly thought something was wrong. Like I thought someone was getting hurt. Or that my parents were like injured or something. So I try to open the door and it's locked. Their door, I mean. And I'm like, fuck. I didn't say fuck. That wasn't in my vocabulary. I was like, oh no. Oh no. What if they're hurt in there? So I start writing them notes and sending them under the door while they're like having sex. Like, what's going on? Are you okay? Are you having a baby? Because if you're having a baby, that's okay with me. Like, (laughs) stupid shit. I didn't know they were making one. But, but yeah, that was, that was gross. Then another time that was happening and the next day I was like, dad, is mom okay? Like I, I heard like her in a lot of pain yesterday. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I was just giving her a massage. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I didn't think of anything of it until like I was older and I was like, oh, ew, ew. Oh, that's so gross. And then there's the time I talked about on this podcast where me and my brother were in the room below them 
in Martha's Vineyard, and they came home for date night, and they were doing their thing and not being mindful of the fact that their kids were in the room beneath them and could hear them. My brother was asleep. Me, again, insomnia, couldn't sleep. I tried everything. I put in headphones. Shit was going on for way too long. It was a nightmare. It was a living hell. And then the the next morning, I wake up. My dad gets up, and I'm, like, trying to not see my parents and trying to just go out to, like, because Martha's Vineyard, you can just kind of, like, go out on your own even when you're in, like, middle school. So I was uh, I was heading out, and my dad's like, oh, like, let's all go together. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I need to go alone. I need to be alone. I was so fucked up from that that I, I had to go by myself to, like, stand by the water and just stare into the distance and just think about what happened. And I was, yeah, I was not the same for the rest of that vacation. Shit was traumatic. But that is a good question to ask people. I think most people have that story. At least one story. Ow. I don't know what that was. Um, I, see, I feel weird giving advice to people that are much older than me. Like, my 50 female husband, the 53 male, just messaged me on Tinder. I accidentally discovered he had Tinder on his phone. I catfished him with a fake profile, and he messaged me. We've been together 20 years and married for 15 years. I don't even know how to approach this with him without crying or screaming. How do I tell my husband I know he's active on Tinder and I don't think I trust him anymore? Edit, thank you for the comments, everyone. Okay, so, yeah, she got a lot of comments already, but, um, I mean, that's, that's a violation of trust right there. You could, I mean, you could approach this either the straightforward way and be like, I know you're on Tinder, motherfucker. Here's the proof. And show him all the proof. He did message you on Tinder. Or, yeah, like people are saying in the comments, you could set up a meeting. Otherwise, he's gonna... Okay, yeah, yeah, arrange a meeting. Otherwise, he will lie and say it was just for fun. No, dude, just for fun is Omegle, not Tinder. Tinder is one thing. There's only one thing you could be looking for. People have really good advice. Um, One person said... Like, he could be using a phone or, like, a voice or texting app. There's a lot of those out there. He used that to catfish a predator once. To catch a predator. That's a long story. I don't even know if I can talk about that. But, yeah, um... I can talk a little about it. I was, um... Got this weird message on a Finsta that I run, like, a meme page. And... It was somebody who thought I was a little boy, and they're like an old man, so I played along. They wanted my number, so I gave a fake number from one of these apps. That's my story. Um, I traced the IP, it turned out to be a Nigeria. It was a pedophilic Nigerian scammer. Yeah. They wanted my ID. I was like, no, no, I'm good, I'm all set. Like, why would I have an ID? I told you I'm 15. What? 
So, um, so this would be a smart move. If he gives a different number to to you, then OP knows that there's a burner phone somewhere. Uh, to those of you saying he may be using an app, very true. I should move with the times. And sorry, I won't be responding to you individually. The benefit of him having an app is that he may be more likely to message on that app around the house, believing that OP just thinks he's sending normal text messages slash playing on her phone. She could do the exact same thing or ask someone else to send him a text while he's within line of sight of her. If he texts back or takes himself to another room before texting immediately, then OP would know that his normal phone is the one being used. Other people just have, like, no mercy. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. Happy cake day to this person, huh? If OP has two cars... Plan to meet at a hotel as the catfish. He drives his car. You follow him. Drive his car home. Leave your car where he left his at the hotel. Then, okay. That's a drive he's going to fucking remember. Oh. Hmm. I mean, that could work. But I like the, just the set up a meeting. And then show up and be like, Aha! It was me, you motherfucker. Let's go to new. Okay, um, here we go. Controlling mom need advice. So here's some backstory. I'm 25, male. Have a five-year-old son, still live in my parents' house, working 40-plus most weeks, saving to move out with my girlfriend. Lately, I've noticed... A lot of toxic traits my parents have and I'm finding it very difficult to deal with them, my mom in specific. She will constantly bicker, make very snide rude comments, blatantly walk over my parenting with my son, tries to manipulate me to feeling bad for her, gaslights me, and just gives me awful looks throughout most days. This is like my mom. <laughs> okay, sorry, I shouldn't be laughing. A couple months ago, I bought the fam family food. Apparently my mom didn't get what she wanted. Instead of just kindly saying that's not what she wanted, she decided it'd be a good idea to act like a child and throw a hissy fit, then throws it out right in front of me. It's happened multiple times by this point. This caused a huge fight, making me not want to buy her food again, which in return makes me look like an asshole. A few weeks ago I tried to hang out with my mom and watch some shows. We started talking and it turned into how I am a bad father and what I need to do for my son. I need to spend time with him instead of him and my girlfriend, and I scream at him too much. I stayed calm talking with her as long as I could until she said to me, something is seriously wrong with you in the head. Oh, damn, is your mom my mom? She does this all of the time to me. This time, it set me off even more. Fast forward to a few days later, she saw me filling up my water bottle after work and said, be careful how much water you drink, you can die from too much. Completely stone-faced and 100% serious. I just stared in disbelief that she felt the need to say that to me. A day or two later, I asked why she tried to tell me something is wrong with me every time we fight. I asked why she felt the need to try to tell me I'm going to die if I drink too much water. I was expecting an I'm sorry, I was upset with you, I didn't mean it. I was way off. She told me that she has never said either of those things and that it was all a dream I need to stop taking out my frustrations on her. I ended it there. I couldn't take the arguing anymore. Yesterday, I said, hey, girlfriend is coming over. She immediately goes stone-faced. Okay, I thought you were going to spend time with your son for once. 
I didn't say a word. My girlfriend comes over almost every day, so my son, girlfriend, and me all hang out until bedtime. We don't leave him around her. I finally realized she sees how happy I am with my girlfriend and my son, and she's jealous and afraid of losing her grip on me. She doesn't work, doesn't leave the house, the couch for that matter, doesn't have friends, so I get loneliness is playing a part in everything, but no need to take it out on me. Yesterday it sort of hit me with all the things constantly going on, that I need to get away from all of this. I can't take any of this anymore, and it's causing weekly fights. I'm just looking for the best advice slash things to do to counter all of her toxic shit she puts around me, pulls around me. It's becoming unbearable. Um, see, my, what I did was, hmm, what happened was my mom threw me out of the house when I was 20, and I moved in with my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, and that was that, but... This is tough because you're saving up for a place for you and your girlfriend. Um, I mean, what I would want to know is how, um, how feasible, how practical is it that you would be able to afford, like, an apartment for you, your girlfriend, and kid right now? Is, like, I would need to know if that's impossible because the best thing to do would be to set boundaries between you and your mom. Living together is just gonna make it tense. Okay, here's what I'm saying. The best thing I did was get kicked out of my house at 20 because I was undermined. I was undermining my mom. Okay, wait, let me fix that. Because I was undermining my mom by disobeying her wishes. <clears throat> I'm gonna say she was, okay, she was a lot controlling and very Manipulative and gaslighting like your mom. After that, I didn't talk to her for many years, and she just called me a few days ago to see how I was doing, and the conversation was very pleasant, and she just seemed to appreciate that she could talk to me again. The best approach would be to find somewhere reasonable and affordable for you, your son, and girlfriend, and keep some distance physically and emotionally from your mom at least until the tension and, and toxicity subsides. However long that may take. Okay. So I think that's good advice for them. Um. That sucks. That really sucks. I know I keep saying this, but it's so hot in here. Oh my god. My cat's looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Alex? Father, why are you so weird? I don't know, Susie. Anyways, I guess this is going to be a little shorter of an episode. Because um, we went over the news, we talked about gaming, we talked about my parents having sex. <laughs> Helped some people with their relationship problems, talked about some celebrities. Is there anything I'm missing? Snoop Dogg is live right now. I love Snoop Dogg. The D-O-G. D-O-double-G. Uh, is there anything trending on Twitter? Oh no, All Lives Matter is trending. But it's all K-pop stands posting um, fan camps. It's fantastic. And then hashtag build that wall is trending. Oh no. Fencing being placed outside the White House. 
Looks like he finally got a chance to build that wall. Only this one's to keep the Americans out and the corrupt in. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, yeah, so build that wall is trending. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Laura Ingram. All Lives Matter. Piers Morgan. Project Veritas. What, what happened there? Yeah, there's really nothing else going on. You guys know what it is. Um, so thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and to our new listeners, welcome aboard. Make sure you follow me at Alex underscore Mador on Twitter, or follow us at Short News Pod on Instagram, or keep up with the podcast at www.shortnewspod.com. That is where you will find us. Again, I appreciate everybody so much. You guys are fantastic. And I will see you probably in a probably in a couple of days with a bonus episode. So get ready for that. Ahaha. It's your boy, Skinny Penis. Sorry. Alright, anyways, I'll see you guys later. Love you. Peace. It's really that time of year, and your team might finally do it. Or if you're a Rams fan, you might just want to book the trip now. This year, Super Bowl 56 is in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, February 13th. You can scour resellers to buy an overpriced ticket closer to the day, or you can lock in the Super Bowl experience of a lifetime now with our friends at On Location. True 50-yard line seats only available with On Location. An invite to celebrate on the field with the champs. On Location. Yes, you want to craft a perfect confetti angel like I did? Go the game with On Location. And it's not just about gameplay. From dinner with NFL legend Marcus Allen to pregame parties featuring acoustic sets for Wyclef, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is offering the most exclusive ticket packages available. Want to know how? Visit onlocationexp.com forward slash SP56 or search Super Bowl on location. That's right. Search Super Bowl on location. Make the trip of a lifetime. It's your shot. Take it.